Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Okay, everybody. Welcome back. So, we had to end our last session pretty quick yesterday, so we'll get into what happened very quickly here. But first, we'll start with some of the easy stuff. Uh, inspiration. Everybody used it except Kenna. Kenna didn't feel the need to be inspired. So... She was inspiring everyone herself. <laughs> so, we've got Lazarus, Nim, and Dis, all with a potential to earn their inspiration. So, did anybody do anything inspiring since they used their inspiration? Tenor, Dis, killed. Tenor? Tenor got plenty of inspirations. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. I made a mistake. Uh, <laughs> Go uh, on. Dis killed the guy. I mean, fair. I mean, that would inspire you, him. You used your sacrifice to blind him to get the sneak on him. This is true, actually. Is I did true. do the fly with the meat. In what way was that possibly a detriment to you, though? Because but I was using an action to do all of this instead mm -hmm. of using it for just straight up attacking. It is true, and I do try to encourage people not to view their attacks as just, I use an attack. Alright, alright, we'll, we'll put that in there for ingenious use of abilities he's been given. Uh, Nim and Lazarus, then. I'm not, I'm not even gonna try. Lazarus <laughs> hit him like a wet noodle. <laughs> and well, not with a wet noodle, like that one last time. Two things. I think there's inspiration for both of them, because Nim got used as a wet noodle. Yes. Lazarus used him as a wet noodle, despite his weapon doing more damage. Yes. Mm, there is that. Was that last session, though? That was yes, last that session. was. Oh, well. Wait. No, no it wasn't. Was that was the session before sorry, that. Sorry. Yeah, we started at the bottom of the stairs. Though. It was just so yeah. memorable. It was, it was really just the prepping to fight Wallace and fighting Wallace. Yeah, so like, I used my inspiration session. in the fight with Wallace, so like the, like the time span of what it's been after using that inspiration is like one minute. <laughs> That's true. That, that is true. That is true. I, I will say this then, because I think Nim is in very much a similar situation, so we'll just have to see if they come up with a good reason for inspiration at the end of this next one, because you're right, both of you used it pretty close to the end, and there hasn't been a whole lot of time since then. Yeah, Dis I, used his earlier because that's what Dis does. <laughs> like the, the only argument I have for Nim is repeatedly charging things with his tiny dagger. That's true. That's same. true. I mean, there is definitely that. I mean, Nim knew oh, he couldn't use God. magic and still kept running at the guy with a dagger anyway. This is true. This I mean, is there is that. True. There is that. I mean, if I was a mage that was a foot tall, <laughs> I would. it'd take a lot of bravery for me to run at a demon with a dagger. Yeah, yeah you know what? I'll, I'll give him that. Hey. And despite... Also, as a second one, despite <laughs> him even knowing that probably the blue powder would have worked on the back, he waited a turn to use it until it was very small just in case mm. it caused problems. Though I don't know what I'm fighting for since he already has inspiration. <laughs> also, I thought you used the powder on the demon. I did use the powder, but he saw the powder go off, but he didn't immediately, like, the next round, he went with the, he went stabby stabby. Oh, what were daggers? Okay. And then when it was shrinking, he used it. I think we'll leave it at that for now, then. Uh, so, next, 
Obviously, you've defeated Wallace, and with that come a certain amount of things that'll almost assuredly happen soon. The first is, for those people that have been listening, obviously I haven't been doing uh, XP at the beginning of every uh, match like we normally would because of the downtime activities. So, uh, what's basically been happening is instead, I've been kind of holding on to everybody's experience, waiting for the downtime to be complete, which it will essentially be here rather shortly. So, with that in mind, rather than give you a flat experience number, everybody is now going to level up. Uh, which I believe puts the entire group to level 9? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then just start with the whatever experience you need exactly for that level. And that's where we'll start from. Okay, so that should be... That is 4,800. Yeah. 48 k okay, sorry, not 4,800. 48,000. And uh, what we'll do for that is very shortly here, we'll do a very quick what everybody gained from their level up so that everybody kind of knows more or less what the other people have gained. Some people have decided to change around a couple of things as well. We've had these characters for... It's been a while. Uh, yeah, and some of the choices that people made earlier in the campaign is not what's happening now, and, you know, vice versa. So um, I'm usually pretty open to people uh, changing things, especially if something that they picked they really haven't had much need for in quite a while, stuff like that. Uh, try not to be too retentive about it. Um, so why don't we go around and everybody talk about just really quick what you gained from your level up and if you switched anything out. And um, we'll then we'll pick up after that. Um, so I don't know. Anybody feel particularly prepared? Who wants to go first? Sure. Pretty quick for Lazarus. Um, I think we mentioned we all go to plus four proficiency now. Right. Uh, Lazarus. Uh, the only change from his kit that is unrelated to his level up was his fighting styles changing from tunnel fighter because it was in UA, not part of the real material, and switched to defense. Okay. So next, uh, what is that? Next, one, one AC. AC? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, the proficiency is a fairly big thing. Uh, Lazarus, do any of your passive proficiencies change because of that? Are you proficient in, what is that, wisdom, perception, intelligence, or investigation? Just perception would go up by one. Okay, so your passive perception is 16 now? Yeah. Okay. Easy enough. And did you get, like, any new spells or anything? Uh, like yeah, that? I unlocked third levels. So I get the um, two automatic spells from my oath, and then one new um, uh, third level spell. Okay, so, and what are those? So I get protection from energy, plant growth automatically from my oath, and at the moment I have magic circle equipped. Okay, and we can talk about what those are when you feel the need to use them. Yeah. Uh, Nim, then, I guess. Oh, how much HP did you gain? Um, average again. Okay. <laughs> Uh, oh, I guess, I don't know if we've ever actually talked about that on recording, but when people roll their level up HP, if they roll under half, I let them use the average instead. Um, in my impression, nobody should die because their HP rolls were bad. That just seems silly. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Nim. Uh, so, Nim is now at 65 HP. Uh, my passive investigation went up to plus 9. Passive investigation. Oh, so that'd be 19, passive investigation. Okay. Uh, I took... So I'll, I'll talk about what I changed. So I I didn't use sleep very often because sleep is kind of a crummy level 1 spell that doesn't scale. So it's actually very good at level 1. I shouldn't call it a crummy spell. It's a very good level 1 spell. But once you hit level 5, where we started, it starts trailing off. And by the time you're level 9, it's just basically useless. You so. can't sleep. 
damn near anything. Because <laughs> it, it's just based on HP pool. So Unless you wander into like a cave of kobolds. Yeah. Which doesn't seem likely in this world. And you want them alive, I guess. <laughs> just for that, you'll walk into a cave of like 30 right after this. you like, son <laughs> of a bitch. Like, oh, well, I only have fireball now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a shame. I can't put them to sleep. All I can do is barbecue them now. <laughs> <laughs> so I took that off and I switched it for Tensor's floating disc. Okay. And uh, other than that, I also had Identify, which is also kind of a useless spell. It's more just generally useless. I think I just took it because I was a divination wizard, and it's a divination spell. Yeah, you could use it to, like, get things back. And But it's I level one, so you idea. can't, because you can only get lower level slots back, so... It just but, means you'll have to identify your stuff the old-fashioned way, by taking it to somebody who knows about that shit, or sitting on it for a while. Yeah. So I switched that one for Detect Thoughts. Which seems much better than detecting that, or than detecting what a bit an uh, item is. <laughs> Which is also a divination spell, but it's level 2 divination. I still have my required number of level 1 spells, so mm. it doesn't affect anything that way. Okay. And then my new spells for leveling up that I just got, my two spells I learned, are Sickening Radiance and Steel Wind Strike. So and we'll, we'll see what those do later. We shall. I guess I should mark down which one of those I equipped, because I can equip one more spell. <laughs> All right, Kenna? Um, so my HP is up 200. Um, my passive perception is 19. Right. Um, I get a fifth level slot. And that's kind of it. What are you putting in that fifth level? Um, I have Conjure Elementals on. Nice, that's a good one. Okay. And then Dis. Uh, so I haven't fully done this yet, but I have a bunch of stats ready for this and some major things that are going up, so... Uh, oh yeah, sorry, I suppose we should preamble with Dis is changing a little bit more than some of the others because of the way that his fighting style was set up. Yeah, and the multi-class, uh, this is my first attempt at multi-classing, I think, in the yeah. whole campaign, so... Um, so one of the things I'm changing is I'm changing Intimidation, which I currently have proficiency in, but not expertise. I'm changing that proficiency from Intimidation over to Persuasion, because Intimidation isn't really something that works with um, Swashbuckler that well. Um, I won't add expertise onto it yet. That's coming in the future with a higher rogue level. Um, I'm changing Trip Attack as one of my um, battle maneuvers. I'm changing that to Precision Attack. Okay. And I'm changing my two-weapon fighting style from Fighter into Great Weapon Fighting. Um, so I'm going to change from using two, uh, I'm going to change from dual wielding into just using one longsword type thing, right. um, that I can dual wield bits. But I also, so I'm focusing a little bit more on the sneak attack damage than, than what I was doing before. So this time I'm going to take a fighter level. My HP, actually, I rolled for the first time pretty okay on this. Um, I should gain 12 HP from this, so I should be at 82. Nice. Okay. So that's everybody leveling up. Uh, in terms of what happened last time, so uh, all of the last sessions were around prepping for the Wallace fight, trying to get as much intel on what he was doing in his room as possible. We learned a couple of things. He was taking a lot of powder. He was taking a lot of magic. He then ate those mages, and then the party fought him. It was a tough fight. Uh, the party didn't end up using 
about half of the blue powder to try to weaken him enough to make the fight doable without anybody dying. And we still had, what, this went down once and Ken, I think, went down at least once and actually is still on the ground. But we've we've said they've stabilized her. You know, the fight ended. Somebody ran over and stabilized her, so it's well, fine. Lazarus still had 20 heal anyways. Right. Uh, and yeah, so Wallace is dead. That leaves the party in his room with a little bit of time on their hands. I will remind everybody, because it's probably fairly important, that you did already warn Lil mm-hmm. and tell her to send back up. So while certainly the option to loot Wallace's mansion is present, you don't have unlimited time. So I would suggest picking some spots that you really want to look into before anybody gets here first. Um, in terms of looting his mansion, so normally when you defeat uh, a high-level guy or some sort of, you know, you kill the dragon, blah, 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 they have a treasure hoard, mm-hmm. so to speak, usually somewhere in their dungeon. Uh, defeating Wallace is no different than that. He's got a big mansion, and it's certainly filled with many pretty things. Uh, however, you won't have time to loot the entire mansion, because, of course, cops are coming, and more importantly, I don't really know how you'd loot the entire dungeon without somebody getting onto you sooner or later. So the way that we'll handle this instead is I know what's in Wallace's mansion. I'm going to give you guys time to hit the key areas you're interested in first, and I'll figure out on the back end here what I think you've reasonably connected. Uh, and then, thanks to Dis's work instantiating himself within the Thieves' Guild, we will essentially jump to Dis dealing with a fence and find out what the hall is that you guys get back from this mansion. Two things I will need for that is I need to know what things you're interested in and where you're looking first. Not only for his treasure, but presumably Wallace is kind of the head of something major. Mm -hmm. He may have documentation and other things around that you guys may be particularly interested in. So tell me what you're focusing on. And then the other is, for anything that you are looting, how are you getting it out of here? without somebody noticing you're looting the mansion. That obviously can be something as simple as we're just shoving what we can in our backpacks to something much more complicated, like we're ditching a bunch of stuff in one of the bushes out back and we'll come back for it later. Stuff like that. So try to be as inventive as you can. The more inventive you are, chances are the more treasure I'll let you get away with. So that's kind of the idea. Your rough estimate, you know how long things take in this area. You think you have about a half an hour to 45 minutes before you can reasonably expect backup to start arriving. At that time, presuming that you care to not be seen looting a mansion of a noble you just killed, uh, you should be done by then. I know how we can get stuff out. It's loaded on me and I'll shapeshift. It's a good idea, but there's only so much you can carry. Yeah, I know. Mm. But, I mean, I can get a lot of I can get a fair amount. Absolutely. Nim just got a fancy new spell called Tensor's Floating Disc 2, which can hold up to 300 pounds of loot. Yeah. How far off the ground can it float? It floats a constant foot off the ground, I believe. Okay, so not exactly subtle, but... You could just also load Lazarus up and then just turn him invisible, and he just kind of, like, creeps out. Could do that. Polymorph? I I have Polymorph on. We could just all load up and just... Well, we need to get documents, too. But where are we going to find those? Okay, so... We've checked the pantry. There was nothing in there. Well, we we unlocked this hidden second part of the yeah. pantry, but we don't know what else is there. 
That's an option. Obviously, you haven't had a chance to search this room yet. Yeah, this room you is haven't had a chance to search his body. Is there a desk in this room? You can start investigating in this room in a minute. Um, but for now, I just wanted to kind of set out the rules so you guys know what the deal okay. is. Okay. So... Wallace's favorite rooms in the house were the kitchen and this room. But he did have a bedroom somewhere, didn't he? Because yeah, he, he was floated, floated up, up to the bedroom and everything. That's right. At night, okay. he was floated up to his bedroom. Bedroom, then? So we have bedroom. We have, I guess, the main atrium in that room. Yep. And then... Uh, what else do we have? I don't even know all the rooms in this house. I think we take, like, ten minutes to, like... Search each room? Well, like, we split up for ten minutes and, like, just go with what our characters would prioritize. Like, because I know Nim's going to want to look for books. <laughs> so, yeah. But I don't know, like, I'm assuming Dis will probably want to, like, inventory the stuff that he was kind of dicking around with the last session. Any other yeah. paintings? And stuff. <laughs> just trying to get some stuff out of here. Yeah. So... I think we just take about 10 minutes. If we think we have, like, 30 to 45, we take, like, a little bit of that time just to, like, scour what we think, and then we'll figure out how to collect it and get it out. Get it out. Sure. Okay. So, with that in mind, then, we will allocate 10 minutes to each person. So, I guess who's the most eager? Who's going first? Who runs for what they're going for? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Indeed. Here we go. One, it always it goes this one, way. Two, three, so it usually goes that this way. way. Yeah. So I guess I'll go. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Dis, you've got ten minutes to yourself. Okay. To try to get what's important to you. So uh, what I want to do is I want to go. So from what I've inventoried already, the paintings and stuff I did. Yeah. Um, and what I've seen before. Uh, have I ever been in his bedroom? No. None okay. of you have. Okay. Uh, then out of the stuff I inventoried before. General value wise, did I have good numbers for those or you feel pretty confident about what he has? It's tough because you haven't had defense anything here before, Hmm. but I mean, it all looks pretty. It seems like it would, you know, fetch at least some good price. Okay. Um, this is this would probably assume that the most funny was probably going to be in the bedroom, though. Okay. I would think, so I would go check that. That'd be what I'd try to spend the ten minutes on, is going into the bedroom or trying to get into the bedroom, spending, like, a minute to see if I could get in. If I couldn't, I would go back to the paintings and those type of areas. Okay, and just sort of do a more generalistic looting. Yeah, but if I can get into the bedroom, I want to inventory those and see what the value is and find the most expensive piece to my mind. Okay. And uh, just grab that and start just bringing that back towards uh, where we're kind of centralized in the walls. Sure. Um, so you guys know a little bit about the bedroom. You know it's one of the only rooms on the third floor. You also know that he's floated up to it outside every day. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't used the interior passage in a long time. Well, At least as far as you can assume, anyway. I would probably go outside to the balcony and then look up in the way and just see if I could figure out a quick um, like pattern of foothold I could use to get up to it. You can wall. probably get up to it. Uh, the real trick will be it's one of those double French doors, but it deliberately doesn't have a balcony, so the door's just open to air. Mm. Um, and it does seem to be locked in some way. Like, when you try to kind of jimmy it with your hand, it's it's being held closed by something. Can I just try to see if I can just slip uh, like a straight latch lock, like if there's something between the doors and just 
slip like a blade through and Yeah, how long is your blade? Uh, it's about a dagger that would be able to... I'm more trying to think, because right now you're holding on to handholds. You have to get up to where the doorknobs would be. What are you holding on to? I'd assume I just hold on to maybe even the top of the door with my left hand. Okay, kind of lunge up to the top and hang down. That seems fair. Um, okay. Do you have a lockpicking kick? I do. Okay. I have a thief's kick. Uh, yeah, use that then. Um, I'm assuming this would go with my dexterity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, number one. Oh, you've been retired. Um, so, four plus dexterity, like nine. Okay. So the door, like, you can see... Four plus proficiency. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, so plus thirteen on that, so... Okay. Wait. Nine plus four. So thirteen. Um, yeah, 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 sorry, 13. Okay, so you get up there, um, you can see definitely his paranoia extended to his bedroom. That door seems very well secured. Uh, secured enough that you're pretty sure you might need kind of everybody to assist you opening it. For the time being, you may be better served just doing your casual looting. Okay, so I will drop back down after I learn that, um, and then I will go back to the room with the paintings, or the room that I inventoried is the most valuable in our short time here since uh, we broke in again. Okay. Um, and I'm going to just go for the big pieces in there that I can take back that I think that we can still get out. Okay. Um, with what we've talked about, so. Yeah, so for example, 30 foot wide painting, no small Fabergé egg, maybe. Yes, stuff exactly. Like uh, and the other thing is that, uh, the second that the 10 minutes is done for everybody, I want, and we all get back together, I want to start, like, explaining immediately what I found with the door. I assume. I mean, you know, one can make the assumption yeah, that the bedroom is probably time. important. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, uh, Kenna, then, what are you interested in? Um, I think Kenna would be more interested in books and documents, um, and maybe little tiny things. Okay. So, in the interest of books and documents, where are you looking for such things? You know he's got two bookshelves in this room, though they are covered in dead bodies. But the bookshelves aren't covered, right? The, Correct. Said just the walls. I will stay where I'm at and check them out, see okay. if there's anything of interest. Sure. I mean, while everyone's doing that, can, like, Lazarus's very first thing to be to check and see if, like, the dead bodies have stopped moving? <laughs> I, I mean, absolutely, of course. <laughs> Before somebody grabs, gets grabbed by the wall? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The bodies do seem to not be moving at this point. Um, so Ken is going to go look at books. I would also, like, when I'm looking at the bookcase, because I know that he had, like, a secret room in the pantry, I think I would be touching, like, all of them and trying to just, like, see if maybe there's a secret room somewhere. Okay, so doing a little bit of general investigation yeah. as well. Uh, do an investigation roll. Sixteen. Okay. All right. So we'll see what you find with that. Uh, Nim, where are you interested in? Okay. So if Nimus, I mean Kenna, Nimas. If Nimas. If Nima. Nimas. Uh, so if Kenna's taking the bookshelves in this room, um, so there's really not much left of the mages, is there? N- bits and pieces. Uh, do there appear to be any kind of spell books on those bits and pieces? You can take a look and, and <laughs> see. Yeah, you can dig through the body bits, absolutely. Uh, I mean, somebody's got her, right? <laughs> I, you you guys, I think some, oh no, that was outside you looted a dead body, or somebody did, Lazarus did. I, I looted that mage, technically yeah. he was alive. 
Okay, so Nim, you're going to check the mage bodies? Yeah, so my priority will be this room. I'll check the bodies to see if they have any spell books on them, like okay. wizard books. Does that include Wallace? I get, well, because Nim, I mean, not Nim. Why do I keep saying Nim? Because <laughs> uh, Dis cut him in half, so I guess I would check his stomach since he seems to have eaten the majority of the mages, so okay. Nim will. But not checking his body for loot in particular. Well, he was naked, wasn't he? True, but quite a large fat person. Okay, you well, I'll, I'll check his stomach first, and then I'll check his rolls second. <laughs> that, was, that was exactly what I was searching for. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You uh, guys want a ham sandwich? <laughs> I got some Cheetos. Oh, gross. <laughs> he always keeps me. the Cheetos close to his heart. And by close to his heart, I mean in his neck fat. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so the priority will go the mage bodies, uh, Wallace's body, and then past that I'll spend like the next five minutes maybe just searching the main level and all those bodies. Okay, just very much looking for general loot, anything magic, stuff like Any, that. Anything magical, uh, and specifically scrolls and books, like okay. spell books. Because I see Kenna looking for like books of interest in the room so I'll let her do that for now and then. It's very nice of you. Yeah. yeah. Not typical. Well, <laughs> Nim's interested in other kinds of books right now so. Alright. Um, Lazarus then. Uh, how much of the outside did I search in the nights? Hmm. I, what are you looking for in particular that might help me narrow it down? Uh, looking to see if any of those abominations wandered away from the house. Oh, certainly. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you've seen nothing have any luck getting over the walls. So that really only leaves checking the two exits mm -hmm. for things like prints and any signs of, you know, rabid creatures passing that way. Yeah, I'll go check that. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, that's not a problem at all. So, uh, quick recap of what you found then within the last 10 minutes. Uh, loot, as I said, we'll discuss once you actually get near a fence. Um, Kenna, in terms of, well, so Dis, obviously your stuff will be fenceable. Uh, Kenna, are you looking for books just for your guys' use or things that you can sell? Both? Both. Okay. Um, so in general, uh, Wallace does not appear to have books of a what would one call it? A practical nature? They're all very much the sort of book one might expect a collector mm. to have. Nice. Though maybe not in so much as he actually reads them as in so much as he's just been told they're worth it. Things like things you expect are maybe first editions of certain books, but oh have gosh. maybe never been opened. So stuff heaven, like that. I'm in heaven. Yeah, very, very nice. Most of them are going to be things like just books that have survived the sundering of the world and stuff like that. So maybe not even significant books, but just books that have managed to survive. Kind of like, you know, the apocalypse happens and you find a hardbacked version of a Harry Potter book. It's not going to help you save the world, but there's probably not that many of them around anymore. So probably at the very least worth something. Uh, Nim, you don't have much other luck with the bodies. Um, it definitely, you find on three of the five mages... Um, things that you expect were magical at one point, bits of scroll, two of them have empty potion bottles on them, that sort of thing. But it very much kind of reminds you of some of the investigation you've already done. It seems like a lot of magic has been drained out of these bodies, and it seems like those potions and scrolls maybe got caught up in whatever process was doing that, so they've just been shredded and demagicked. 
that being said, you do find something on Wallace's person as you go through it. Um, there is a small bottle that he has tucked away in one fold. I won't get too descriptive. Thank you. Um, and it, it's a larger bottle. It looks like it probably held several doses of some sort of, of potion. There appears to be about the equivalent of one dose left. And the label on it simply reads, drink for instructions. Uh huh. Okay. In the meantime, Lazarus, you find yourself quite relieved that as far as you can tell, it doesn't look like anything has escaped the property. The main gate is still barred, and the back door is open like Dis left it, but doesn't seem to have suffered. There's very little tracks around the area, and just ev- nothing seems to be generally disheveled, and most of the things that you saw convert to demon definitely didn't seem to be thinking super logically, so you would expect more damage if something had tried to just shred its way out through the back door as an example. So everything seems okay. You are cautiously optimistic. So that is the end of your 10 minutes. Obviously, several of you have found things of value, and we will discuss how much you get out of those once you've had a chance to fence the material. Uh, That leaves all of you back in Wallace's room with the 10 minutes expired. Uh, Dis, as he mentioned, has almost immediately informed you of finding Wallace's bedroom door and needing some help getting into that. Okay. How high up is the third floor? I guess it's pretty high up, isn't it? Yeah, and it's, you know, average third story height, maybe a little higher. I mean, as would be a pretty good ladder to just like... <laughs> <laughs> I got it! <laughs> Put his arms up and let somebody crawl up him. Just yeah, if somebody boosted me up to his thing, I could probably yeah, see if I could boost him up to a little bit. Okay, so you guys are going to continue getting in from the outside. Outside, okay. I feel like I if could just fly. It's Maybe locked. you need to unlock it. Lock though. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I'll boost up, or with Lazarus's help, I can boost up there, and I'll uh, okay try again. <laughs> Is the general understanding then that the <gasps> remainder of your time is best spent trying to get into this thing is kind Did of the we, general idea? So since we brought the stuff back that we all thought was that we wanted uh, separately, did we have we already piled that all together? Yes. And what are you doing with that material? Um, how long would it take us after we convene for the four of us to get the door open and then not all of us have to stay there? Um, it depends on how difficult the door is to open. Dis has only gotten up there and tried a very initial lockpicking. He obviously hasn't done any trap checking, anything to see if there's bigger locks in place, magical locks, anything like that. So I can't really tell you how long the door will take to open at this point. It's probably best if you just boost me. I try it again. And then if I can't pick it again with an actual, like, have support there that I can do it right in front of me, then uh, it's probably something worse and we can panic or... Start trying to smash it. With a hammer. Yeah. Five minutes. <laughs> All right. So five minutes to try to unlock it. Yeah. Okay. So it takes I'll, longer than five. I think we should just move other places. Yeah. So I'm going to boost up there with Lazarus's help, and then I will spend, I guess, uh, yeah, like five minutes maximum on it. If I can't unlock it in five minutes, I'm just going to leave. Or okay. I'll just be like, all right, we, we, we should go. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so do a lock picking test or check again. Advantage because I'm stable. I would say so. Okay. 
Or at the very least, the DC's gone down. Okay, and this will um, be, yeah, 5 plus 4. Yeah, in the meantime, is anybody doing anything to this door? I mean, obviously, Dis is very currently trying to deal with the physical end of the lock. Well, the only thing allows us to do is kind of look at it from, like, the bottom of the frame. <laughs> but, I mean, other people can get a longer look at it or, you know, anything like that. I'll cast uh, Detect Magic. They're okay. French doors? Yes. So they glass-paned French doors? Correct. And they're up high. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fly up and inspect the doors. Okay, sounds good. Okay, and what are what are you inspecting on the doors? Um, to see if I can like see the locking mechanism, see if there's anything blocking the doors, and like try to just peek inside the room. Okay, I'm just like picking this lock. There's just like a giant. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, uh, Nim is also using detect magic. Uh, I assume not ritual because you only have the five minutes you're giving them to try to get the door open. Yeah, no, I use a spell slot. Okay, sounds good. All right, so. All of you begin doing this more or less at the same time while Lazarus is stuck being a ladder. And uh, so, Dis, you're trying to jimmy the lock. Kenna, you fly up there and you take a peek inside. And obviously, Nim, you use Detect Magic. Uh, as you Detect Magic, there's definitely magic present on the door. Um, each door is separately warded with a glyph of warding um, on any movement. <laughs> <laughs> you're clear, Dis. <laughs> I'll I'll tell them that there there's glyphs of warding on those doors. Can I dispel them? Ward this. <laughs> Presumably. Yeah. You've dispelled them before. I dispel magic on. Okay. Do you have the spell slot? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Damn. Well, that was a damn you, Wallace. <laughs> Only got a first level. But it's only on movement? So the way the glyph of warding usually works is you inscribe a glyph on a surface or an object, setting a trigger condition for it. Dis doesn't know the trigger condition. Or Nim doesn't know the trigger condition. And uh, if it's set for explosive, when triggered, an explosion of 5d8 elemental damage hits all within a 20-foot radius. Dexterity safe for half damage. I don't know if I can take that one. <laughs> I don't think any of us can. Unless you want, like, Lazarus to just, like, throw the hammer through We're the glass sure the from down below. We're sure the inside door is impassable. Yeah, is there not another? No, we have no idea. Only the outside doors will be checked. We have no Do we have any explosives? What? <laughs> Nim is literally... Ken is switching to the I'm gonna blow the interior door method. I like it. But where do we get breaching charges all of a sudden? <laughs> How got Nim? How thick the yeah exactly. Nim's how, a breaching charge. How thick is the floor? Do we think? I uh, actually, you're not sure. The only um thing that you've seen for the floor so far was when you were in that spare bedroom and you found out that if you pulled the top floorboard off, there was kind of an air gap and then a bottom board that was the ceiling of the next floor. Mm-hmm. So nothing especially difficult. You had already kind of cracked it open to try to get a peek at the um, pantry already. Um, you don't know is, if his room follows the same setup or if it's been more secured in some way. You you don't know. Can I, um... All you know is it's directly above you. Like, Lazarus, can you move? I'm gonna jump off. Let's go inside. And then can you boost me up to the, the roof inside? Oh, he he can't boost you to the roof inside. That 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 main oh, room right, wall is, is like what an 80-foot ceiling. See if I can bust through the bottom of the floor. Up to his room. It's another possibility. What if, uh, 
Because Nim has polymorph on right now, and I still have spell slots. What if I polymorph myself into a giant ape and I just punch the door? That's true. I mean, I just, like, just, uh, just, just offered everyone the explosions. I mean, you. I just you already this. offered for everyone to back away. Master just throws his hammer through the glass. I will oh, note, yeah. Nim, because you're obviously well versed in magic and you have detect magic on. Glyph of warding is a twenty foot radius in all directions. So if you blow the doors, they're going to go off twenty feet inside the bedroom as well. Oh right, yeah. Oh. They'll probably destroy everything. Yeah. <laughs> or at least some things. There's no guarantee everything important is within 20 Okay, minutes. okay. Uh, how can we figure out where the interior is? Is anybody a super... Do we have anybody with the abilities of uh, architecture? I'll, I'll do uh, investigation sure of where I would assume the um, interior door would be located. And can I do a history check of any time I remember the people around me talking about maybe going up to... Yeah, floor from the inside. Absolutely. So, investigation check and history check. Is there any other? Is there windows up here around the room? Uh, around the it, bedroom? It, yeah. No, just the French doors. Just the French doors. Just the French doors. Okay. So, as a bird, and I'm looking in. Yes. I can see like, could I kind of like gauge a distance of like the walls and stuff and look for an interior door? You can. I mean, you can see the interior door. It's directly across from the French doors. Okay. Um, on the inside, it looks like a regular door. Okay. I'm gonna unshape shift and go well, drop down and then unshape shift, not unshape. <laughs> Alright, how are the rolls? Uh twenty-six. Sixteen investigation. Okay. So between the two of you, you're kind of thinking about it and you're like, how in the world? Like third floor. And you, you come to realize it, it's nothing particularly special. Basically just that main stairwell that led up to the second floor. If you go right or left, not long after that, there's another set of stairs uh behind a set of doors. That goes up to the third level. Um, the only thing that makes the third level especially different is nobody really goes up there. So the doors themselves were just locked closed. But they're regular interior doors. You force them open easily. Okay. And is I still Nims... have detect magic yeah. on, right? So... Yeah. Which is why you knew you were safe to breach the doors. Okay. Chelsea used the red powder to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use the red powder. Frick. I just thought about that. <laughs> so it's just it's not magic. magic. Even the blue powder. No, red powders dispel magic. Yeah. If you want to turn it into, like, I suppose some weird crawling glass slime, that's going to come yeah. after you. I was going to say, <laughs> calling the red powder just dispel magic powder is a little... A little tenor. A little ignory of some of the other major symptoms it causes. It was feeling a little tenor slash It's like saying, look, 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 I know exactly how to cure your cancer. When you get hit by a truck, you don't have to worry about cancer anymore. No, that cancer can't survive to another cancer. We just need to... <laughs> we need a greater cancer. Okay, so, that being said, you have found the way to the third floor. Um, going up. Okay. Yeah. Okay, everybody going up, I assume? Or did one of you want to stay back and start trying to move your loot somewhere, or... Or do we just want to carry the loot up here? <laughs> just, if, just if it's move. enough loot that you can all carry successfully, that'll obviously be less loot than if you're making a pile somewhere. Yeah, I don't know where how much we already gathered, like, how much weight in total of the pile like how big is it? you you can be as greedy as you want mm -hmm. as long as you can tell me a way you get it out of here okay um but i mean there's no point bringing that up with us is if we think there's enough time to go down then we're fine i, and I think there is right to be safe. so at the very least you're bringing what you can hide yes. on your person just yes. in case you get nothing else yes. is that the idea yeah i guess grab something and that way that we can just keep it on ourselves and just go grab the pile later if we have time this pockets are just stuffed with faberge eggs <laughs> 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 
don't know why I just assume Wallace has a bitch load of Fabergé eggs. I guess I it's because it it's core eggs of food. Did I sure. ever find like, any like, little trinkets or anything, or just books? He's got all kinds of little knickknacks and, and various other I things. I expensive looking things in my Fair enough. It's fun to half-devoured Fabergé. How did what? <laughs> what did, did he eat this? <laughs> did, did somebody eat this? Probably. Oh, God. All right, so the interior door to Wallace's bedroom. You get up to the third floor, and true to form, the third floor is very bare. It's literally just a hallway that stretches the entire top length of the house. And in that hallway is only one door. It's a door approximately where you expect Wallace's bedroom is, and it's the only door here. Um, the only thing that makes the door unique is it definitely looks like somebody went through a lot of trouble to try to make sure nobody could breach the door, uh, because it was never going to be used again. So somebody has attached iron across the door in several places. It even looks like they went so far as to try to weld the thing shut. It's, you know, somebody tried to make it more of a wall than a door. I've got this. (laughs) You still have the tech magic, right? I saw the tech magic. For at least a couple more minutes. It doesn't appear to be magically secured okay. in any particular way. It's just heavily, like, oh, it, it's it's one step away from somebody just straight up, like, drywalling over the door. I mean, like, there's no door here. <laughs> <laughs> what door? Okay. I want to, but the door itself here, I'm just going to look up. The door itself exists. It's just been fastened, closed I'm several just going to reduce the door. I am. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> God will not allow it. Oh, I can't use our spell slots. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best part oh, about needing God, to loot a place when you have no spell slots. It's just like, God damn it, how am I getting no, in the door? No, I have actually quite a few spell slots because I didn't... <laughs> well, divination, for one. Because I can just stabbed, recycle your spell slots. Just stab. Well, I stabbed him, though. <laughs> Nim, stand, or Dis, stand over here. I'm going to mind spike you for a second so I can get some spell slots back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to reduce the doors using enlarge reduce. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, there's no rule for that or anything like that as far as I'm concerned. I don't I don't think the door It's just can halved in all save. dimensions and weight is reduced to one-eighth of normal. Okay. So, you cast the spell on the door saying whatever you want. Uh, get smaller! <laughs> like me! <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a loud groaning sound as the door starts to shrink by half. Um, it originally starts to try to shrink, much like you would maybe expect it to with gravity, where it maybe comes down from the top and in from the sides. However, because of the way that it's been attached, trying to pull from one direction isn't really working. You can actually see the wall kind of starting to pull with it because it's been attached in so many places. Uh, that being said, the wall can't stop it. it. There's just not enough strength. So uh, what happens is is the door shrinks from all angles equally, and you end up with kind of a cupboard-sized door in the middle of this door frame. Still attached in a couple of places, um, but some of the welds and stuff like that along the sides have definitely pulled apart from the force of the door I want to go fucking kick it. I want to kick it by where the hinges would be. It's already pulled away from the hinges. Not kicking it wherever then. Right in the center. Right in the center. Just trying to get it off those two metal bars. Yeah, like a badass. Okay. I'm Uh, fully expecting that I Well, not break my leg, but rebound off. Athletics check. Oh, I'm Mm -hmm. more than expecting that. Surprisingly. Um, 18. I was waiting for... I want to use my inspiration. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm not getting much... So, Dis takes two steps back, 
looks at the party, and I assume says something like, I've got this. Oh, for sure. With a smile. A little smirk, probably. Two big steps and his best roundhouse kick to the center of the door. And, um... It's it's successful and unsuccessful. He doesn't pull the door away from any of the ways that it's been secured to those metal bars coming across or anything like that. But his foot does go through the door. Nice. Leaving him kind of stuck there with his foot in the door. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna do the like awkward jumping on one leg and I'll pull it out and be like Nim just wants to go, well that's one way to get your foot in the door. <laughs> Thank you, Master Nim. <laughs> That's an animal. <laughs> so it's I, coming. I look at these I pull bandings my... that are just kind of loosely held together. Yeah, so the bandings themselves are about two inches by about two inches and then all the way across. So they're they're pretty heavy duty. Uh, that being said, they've only done it in about three places. One kind of up at the top, one kind of around the middle, and one kind of underneath. Now that Nim has shrunk the door by half, there's plenty of spots, especially around the bottom, where some of the thinner of you could easily just crawl through the opening if you had to. Lazarus, you're a little bigger. I, I'm not saying you can't get in because Dis just kicked through the door. It's clearly made of wood. But, um, well, it, just you know, and, um, I guess he'll kind of like put his feet on the bottom rack and then like put his like upper arms in the middle one and try to pry a bit just between the two of them. Okay. Uh, athletics check as well. Is anybody helping with this activity or are you all just seeing if the big lizard can do it? Uh, how do we help? I would like to help, but I'm not sure how to help. Well, I mean, there's enough room in the doorway if you told him to kind of shimmy to the side, you could both get in there and try to lift well, it. Well, I'd let Lazarus lift the, like, where there's more force needed on the door. If there's any way I can support mm. his attempts to get more force, like, kind of. He's trying to give me more force. So, like, yeah. kind of like a weightlifter, are you behind him, like, supporting his arms? And <laughs> cupping pushing? my balls? Yeah, both, <laughs> both hands firmly on the buttocks to give him good posture. Whispering encouragement. You can do this, Lazarus. You can do this, Lazarus. <laughs> okay, so so Lazarus has his feet on the bottom bar and his arms in the middle one, straining to lift it. Meanwhile, Dis has pressed himself against Lazarus's back. I'm responding. Both hands on the ass, and he's get, like, whispering. A, just a massive introvert reflex. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. I'd say I'd say we can roll with advantage for that. That seems helpful in you a very help. indirect it way. Didn't help. <laughs> The first roll. Okay, 24. So, yeah, I mean, Lazarus gets up there, and the biggest weakness is it's only attached to the frame. So, without too much effort, you do start feeling it pulling away from the frame, and you manage to snap that middle bar off, uh, taking the door with it, because it's at half size. So, yeah, you just, you've got your opening. Like, easy. Finish the rep. Let him put everything down. <laughs> Finish the rep. Um... Just an idea. Maybe one of us should go back downstairs to uh, Wallace's main room and search the lounge he always, the lounger he always laid on. Might oh. be something in the cushions. He never left it. So many gold coins. <laughs> All the change. They'd be pretty okay. flat and by wrong. Okay. That's actually pretty good. Um, I, like, Lazarus can't fit. While you're making that decision, especially with Kenna's 19 passive perception now, uh, when you look into the bedroom, the bedroom is very simple. There is enough room for a person to walk around and a very large bed. Like, think if you put two California king sizes together. Ooh. It's it's almost the entirety of the bedroom. There are the doors to get in on each side. There's a giant bed. And that's basically it. 
Uh, there's a lot of food piled up in one corner. Stink. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. That's that's where his midnight snacks go. Okay. Mm. I'm I'm putting the smell of orange, fresh oranges. <laughs> ah, fresh orange peel. Yes. Okay, but yeah, so that's the room that you see. So let me know, kind of a where you're searching in the room, and if somebody's going back down to his lounge or well, I guess Lazarus. Another. Lazarus is a bit clumsy for searching anyway, so I suppose he'll just go check the lounge. Okay, okay, Lazarus is gonna go check the lounge. I don't know if all of us need to be in here. I think. Uh, I'd probably want Nim and Des in the room, at least, because Cora traps and detect magic in the police. Yeah, I'll I'll stick around in the room if you want to go search somewhere else, or if you just want to search the room with us. I guess I'll go help Lazarus. Okay. Um, and is anybody doing anything like we mentioned to pile up things that you want to keep, or are you still sticking with what you've got on you so far? Well, everything's in that room. Maybe. I think we have. Yeah, that's where you've piled it all. Okay. How long has it been? Uh, about half of your time. I want to go to. Um, or what the... you suspect your time will be. The first thing I want to do in that room is I want to let uh, Nim look through it a bit, and I'm going to head to the French doors and okay. just watch out and see if I see anybody approaching or if I can get a timeline on the guards. Okay, it's a good idea. I mean, third floor is the highest point. Good idea. Okay, so you'll do that. Uh, Nim, you're going to check the room then, I guess, if this is covering you that way? Sure. Okay. Uh, anything in particular you're checking? Obviously, you have a very large bed. It is filled with all the pillows. And other than Two that, mattresses. There's, there's not really much in the room aside from the food pile and the mattresses. Yeah, it's those, those two things are basically the entirety of the room. There's not even really any artwork in here. I guess he doesn't really spend a lot of time in this room. It's just sleeping. Yeah. Uh, I'll check, like, if there's any... Because I'm not sure how the mattress would be made. If there's, like, any, like, separation divots, divots okay. between the mattress. Trying to check the old porn stash under the top mattress ploy? Well, yeah, but I don't know if you want to go in. <laughs> <laughs> no, there Ooh. is that. <laughs> it's going to be spooky. I can press the digitation myself, Queen. <laughs> but can you clean your mind? And your soul. <laughs> but at any rate, we'll go with that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Lazarus and Ken, uh, Kenna, you're going down to the lounger. So what are you guys doing down there? We'll kind of do them at the same time. Uh, I suppose I'm helping move and push the cushions around for Kenna to search through the chair, lounge chair first. And then we'll okay. we'll, wherever we're else familiar from there. I think we should cut the cushions open. Fair. All right. And she just pulls out a knife. Yeah. I don't have a knife. All right, well, then how are you cutting the cushions open? That's why I'm saying it to you. You have sharp, pointy objects. I don't. I do. What? Neither of you have sharp, pointy objects. He's an axe. No, I don't. He's, no, he's a hammer. hammer. It's a hammer. <gasps> he can pound can, those cushions into submission. I can claw them with my claw tabs open, I guess. Well, yeah. yeah, all right. That seems fine. I mean, they're just cushions. I know. They're not Fort Knox. <laughs> like, I'm sure somebody can get into them. They're okay, trash. sounds good. So, <laughs> in the meantime, then, Dis, perception check. Nim, investigation. Kenna, investigation. Lazarus, I was going to say also investigation, but I really want to know how badly you destroy those pillows. So Attack roll. Attack roll. <laughs> Unarmed attack roll. I really wish you had smites left. <laughs> just, just, you know what? I've had enough of this I fucking lounge chair. 
Oh, right. Sorry, what am I rolling here? But what if he has fake nails? Can he ah, attack roll? Yes. 21. Weaponized nails. Okay, and then damage. Obviously, you can hit the cushions. With what? Uh, just unarmed. Just like you were doing an unarmed strike. Then it's just one plus strength. There's no roll. Yes. So, uh, four. Okay. You could kill two villagers with that. <laughs> <laughs> just a casual reminder of the difference between heroes and non-heroes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how did we do for the guys upstairs? Uh, 19 for perception. Okay. Uh, 27 for investigation. Okay, so we'll start with the investigation first. Nim goes all out investigating this bed. He is not going to miss something important. He does everything he can think of to check this bed, almost all to his detriment. He checks the pillows, first of all. But the pillows, while not containing any particular loot, do contain a surprise. Turns out, very large Wallace had a very large bed bug problem. Oh. So that's great. Can I press to digitation those away, or do those count as needing resto? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a tough question. It's a big bed. I'm honestly not sure you have time. <laughs> you, mind spikes. No, no, I'm not prestidigitationing the bed. I'm prestidigitationing myself. Oh, you can certainly do that when you're done. Trust me, it's not over. Uh, after the pillows, you realize, okay, well, that was that was a complete shit show, and there was nothing inside the pillows. Uh, blankets next, I guess, and you. T- Throw all the blankets over. That's when you first get the idea that that corner garbage can is not the only garbage can. Turns out pretty much anywhere that he doesn't need of the bed also works as a garbage can. There are bits of chicken bone and jello and crumbs of untold numbers of meals just just tucked into the covers. So when you rip the covers away to get a better look at the bed, it's like a shower of food. Can you imagine laying on all those crumbs? Yeah, I'm sure it was fine. I'm sure it was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that leads you to the mattresses. As you mentioned, you're not really sure how the mattresses are put together, and rather than our more stereotypical box spring slash mattress design, this is very much just somebody had to make a sack for this thing, and then they shoved hay down pretty much anything they could get their hands on to stuff this thing. Uh, once you realize that, you realize you actually probably have to search it all. So, unless you have any objections, I assume you just cut it open and start trying to look. Um, Cutting it open, first of all, great idea. There's a ton of area in there to search. Second of all, really bad idea, because it turns out it's just holding all of his moisture. So when you open it, there's this, like, like the hay in there has begun to rot. Oh my god. And it's, it's bad. It's, it's not great. I'm just, like, watching out the window, hearing, like, Nim just gag. You gog! Oh, Des, I'm gonna do the mattress next. Oh, God. Oh, boy, that stinks. I'm just staring at the, like, the fucking skies. Now, your efforts do not go unrewarded. After digging through almost the entirety of the mattress, you actually find out that right up near the head of the bed, there was a pouch sewn into the into the thing for carrying stuff. And one of the things that you've noticed has been tucked away in there is a bright red full potion of some kind. Which I suppose leaves you with two potions now that you have found in his house. And no label on it? No label on it, just just a red potion. Okay. Okay. That's what you find. In the meantime, Dis, 
We'll do yours last, because of course you're checking out what's going on, and it's just easier if I explain what people find before they find out if they need to be rushed or not. Um, in the meantime, Lazarus, you have attacked these pillows with wild abandon, and the lounge itself. It's really become a symbol of his affluence to you, and uh, it just needs to pay. So you kind of just beat the crap out of it. Um, it is surprisingly well put together. It's kind of like... And it's a, you know, it's actually, I think, a pretty appropriate comparison. It's a lot like looking at the ladies' shoes that they make for the male strippers. It looks like a delicate design, but really it's almost all steel reinforcement. It's, uh, there's a lot in there meant to hold that lounge chair up. So that's interesting to see at the very least. It's basically all, like, square-cut bar. But as you're ripping it apart, you do find a little bit of extra coinage that seems to have just sort of fallen betwixt the cracks of various parts of the lounger and perhaps the owner. And outside of that, it's actually the only other thing you notice is there is a pile of loose paperwork that is hidden under one of the pillows that would usually be up by his head. Um, however, these materials, you can hold on to them just in case they contain any secret codes or anything else, but at pure glance, they appear to be fairly mundane documents. Uh, things like property tax that he has to pay this year, um, payment to the guards, uh, just general kind of accounting and, and, and things that would need his sign off. Nothing that immediately jumps out at you as important, but nevertheless, that does seem to be where he's keeping the majority of that type of material. Alright, well, I guess like a pile of papers then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Kenneth, you're basically assisting in helping finding this stuff. Uh, Dis, so it has now been about 25 minutes in total since you guys began looting this area. And as you look out that top window, uh, you're almost about to turn around and help Dis, or uh, help Nim search through the bed. But with a little bit of the experience that you have in this area, you your eye gets caught by a couple of movements just outside of his alleyway catches your attention. Not in the road that squares the building, but the road past that, that you can only see bits and pieces of through the buildings. You notice a lot of people moving in those areas. So not his street, but like one back. There's a lot of, a lot more traffic than you're used to seeing. It all looks fairly mundane. The people just walking by. There's even a couple of families. Could just as easily be a bunch of people out for shopping. But the fact that this area of the market tended to be pretty empty and the fact that you're now seeing like even with a casual glance, like 30 people out there, it just, it feels funny to you. Can I um, <clears throat> look more and see if there's a cause around? Um, you don't see a readily obvious one. You only get these, because it's not the road right around his building, you're only getting the windows through the other building, so you're only getting these little snippets of the next road. What are the people that I'm seeing in the crowd uh, generally wearing, or like how... How much stuff do they have on them? Uh, it's all very much like commoner type civilian clothes. Um, but what does, what kind of made you a little aware of it to begin with is just how random it is. Hmm. 
Like, there are, there's a group, for example, where it appears to be a mother, a father, and a small boy, but none of them are wearing the same type of clothing. Like, the boy is wearing more of, like, a thick wool-type garment, whereas the guy is wearing a much lighter traveler's cloak, and then the girl is wearing, like, almost winter-heavy dress. It just, it just doesn't seem right to you. If I had the impression in my head that these people were told to evacuate immediately and they were wearing whatever they were wearing for fun, would that line up with the descriptions of the people going by, or is it too random for that? For some of them, perhaps, but some of the choices don't make sense with that, with that idea in mind. Like, who's wearing a winter-heavy, like, gown inside? Yeah. It just doesn't seem right. Hmm. Is there... A lot of people dressed up in very heavy clothing? No. Okay. It's it just it's just random enough that there are a couple. Is there anything that I can determine from the little gaps I'm seeing of people? Uh, any common thread between between them? Any common thread? Something like they're all wearing one particular piece of clothing, they're all wearing like a red piece, or they're all um, nothing, moving in a specific direction? Nothing or? that obvious, although you do notice that Almost every time somebody walks by one of those gaps, they're looking towards Wallace's building. Mm, okay, okay. I'm just like... I'll just mention the nim behind me. Was Actually, I'll explain what I'm seeing as I go along here. I've never okay. tried it, so I'll explain yeah. the nim as we go along, and I'll just say at the end, um, I don't know why there's so many people over there, but they're really paying attention to Wallace's building. So I think, uh, I think people are already aware of what happened. Could it be the Thieves' Guild? Could be. I actually want to look out and see now with Nim's comment if mm -hmm. I can uh, pick out people that I've seen in the uh, taverns that Ken and I went to. Do a history check. Uh, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> Six. Not that you can recall. It could be. I'm not sure. Hmm. But well, if, with so many people out there in such random appearance, if we took stuff out there, I think we could just kind of slip in with them. Okay. Um, so am I done searching the bed now? Yes, you would be. Can I... Is there any kind of, like, attic to this room? Like, how is the... Not that you know of, but you haven't really tried looking. Okay, can I just do a quick investigation of the roof, see if there's any... Where, oh, like uh, hatch sort of thing? Like a hatch, or like just if the roof design would be conducive to having an attic? Sure, uh, go ahead. Wow, this investigation was... Is it 25? Um, you don't think so. Based on the pitch of the roof and the fact that the roof in this room is already angled on one side, you think it may very well go almost to the peak itself. Okay. All right. Um, which more or less lines up with the climate here. It doesn't really seem like they'd need out the attics for climate control. Is there anything on the walls here? It's actually completely empty in his bedroom. It, it seems to be an area he put almost no thought into outside of the bed itself. Even, like, the walls don't look like things were hung up in there, like markings from stuff that were taken. It mm, just no. looks like it's been bare the whole time. Looks like it's more or less been bare the whole time. Okay. Um, we are just about at the recording for this first one, so is there anything anybody wants to get accomplished before we take our first break?
Um, I also like, so while I'm in this room, we repair the laundry pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I want to be checking um, for any vials anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, like, searching as much of the room as I possibly can to see if there's any... Presumably full ones, you mean? Yeah. Or okay. with something in them. Okay, just see if there's anything yeah. left over. Fair enough. We can handle that when we come back. Okay. All right, see you guys in a few minutes. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.